I'm really confused. I thought we were empowering women to be sex positive and celebrate their bodies, no matter what shape they are. And we're all beautiful in our way. And you go girl, etc. If that's true, then why is anybody upset about Daniela Helmsley flashing her magnificent breasts after <laughs> she won her first boxing match? There are rumors of her being barred from competition. Daniela says that's not true. MMAfighting.com wrote an article about Kingpin Boxing's apology in which they say the fighter involved in the incident will not be appearing in the final main event and has decided to take some time away from boxing. So you tell me. So to recap, beautiful 22-year-old biological woman flashes breast to predominantly appreciative male crowd. Bad. Must be stopped. Hideous 37-year-old man dressed in lingerie reading stories to your 9-year-old at school. Amazing and must be protected. The best part, though, is her excuse. She says she had flame nipple stickers on and they must have come off during the match. She used the wardrobe malfunction. Aren't you about tired of listening to sports shows with all the woke bullshit? So are we. This is Patriot Sports Radio. Patriot Sports Radio. Fed up with the national talking heads and biases of mainstream sports media. If it's sports, from the high school level to the pros, we're talking about it. Like the red-blooded Americans we are. God bless America. God bless America. God bless America. Let's do this. And now, here's Eric, Angela, John, Chris, and the coach. Welcome back, my friends. If you're new, then welcome in Patriot Sports Radio. My name is Eric. I'm your host. Glad to have you with us. Thank you for those reviews. It's a beautiful summer day in America's dairy land. Chris is over here keeping the engine running, fresh off a youth softball tournament. I'm not sure he slept. Angela's here as well. Hair's looking good for a summer day. John Sons, the headband, and uh, Coach is here. He's got a microphone back there. Nice mix of sports and random occurrences for you today. Connor Bedard had a great birthday. Running backs are having a summer uh, Zoom meeting. Powwow. Tourists tourists are having a rough one. And the Phil Rivers family is having another baby. Quick life story, but I'll make it sports. I was house-sitting here at the at HQ this weekend. We got four animals here that got to take care of. One needs medication. One just needs love and attention. Two of the dogs. You got two cats. Cats can't go outside. That's the rule. So I let these dogs in and out. The cats are sitting there. They're watching me let the dogs in and out. I'm like, all right, they're cool. But what they were doing was watching film on me. They were getting my tendencies down. And then... The one time I let the dogs in, they realized, oh, he takes a step back to allow the dog room to get in the actual doorway. That to those cats is the A gap. They hit that thing like they worked this out beforehand because it was like Darren Sproles, Barry Sanders, right pad. Before I even knew what happened, they were gone. One of them stopped on the railing and looked back at me like, hey, sorry, bud, because I had been pretty nice to him and I think he felt bad. And then, you know, I went outside picked one right up, just called him over and then scooped him up. And then about 10 minutes later, the young came back to the door like, Hey, it's a little hot out here. I actually don't want to be outside. So I recovered both cats. I was very worried they were going to come home and I'd have lost a cat crisis averted. Anyway, just so you know, Eric, both cats are outside right now. Son of a bitch. As soon as I, as soon as I opened the door, one hit me from the right. And I tried to block him. They're a team. And then Willie came in from the left because I was to the right. 
locking Rowdy, and then I try to get Willie, and he snuck off, and then Gone. Rowdy hit. Then Rowdy hit the A gap, and it was over. They're a team organized. These are coordinated attacks that they run. Those Did are you plays. Had open? Were you like, hey, you want to come in? Really? Well, guess what? <laughs> <laughs> nope. They do nope. two things all day. They nap and draw plays. That's what they That's do. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and, and when they're outside, they fucking hunt. They've already <laughs> they've already got two fucking ground squirrels out there and a bird. They've been nice. out there for two hours. Not bad. Those are good numbers. A YouTuber named uh, Gideon Adams has been banned from all NBA-related events after a number of stunts designed to poke fun at the WNBA. Last week, when he went to the Sparks game dressed in pajamas and proceeded to make a bed using four unoccupied courtside seats, that was the final straw. That's when they banned him not only from NBA or not only from WNBA, but from NBA events. I think it's funny, but it's also a little unnecessarily mean. What are these girls supposed to do? Start dunking? They can't do that. If they could dunk from the free throw line, they would. I think if you're going to make a spectacle like this, then you should offer solutions. Lower the hoop. I don't know. But done another stick before like it's just another joke like to me i i was so funny so <laughs> yeah, funny. yeah I guess- i've heard of fantasy leagues being uh that's your punishment is you have to go to an nba game and stay the whole time <laughs> <laughs> and write a book report on it yeah i, I, I mean i think i think the blankie and the <laughs> the cap are the really the comedic elements that I like the most. The nightcap really sets off the whole ensemble. I guess he had to lie to security and say he had narcolepsy and that's why he needed the pillow. Brilliant. I was like, did he have to buy all those extra seats? And then I was like, come on now. We know it's not sold out. That's ridiculous. However, it is women's basketball is gaining popularity. Uh, WNBA two to some degree attendance is up 27% they say and TV viewership is up 16% but from what is the question so there's still a couple open seats in the WNBA hey they're trying but this guy's not going to be able to do his mean his mean pranks anymore they got to just lower the rim let's be honest please let them dunk make it so they can dunk I think if you lowered it six inches they could probably dunk yeah I don't know. I haven't watched a whole lot of WNBA. Lord A&M, this is interesting, suspended all football activities. Uh, Coach Willie Simmons said that all football and related activities are canceled for not sure how long. Indetermined amount of time after they allowed rapper Real Boston Richie, boy, we're running out of rapper names, aren't we, to shoot a video in the locker room. If you thought that Jason Aldean song was violent, wait till you hear this one. Coach Simmons said in a statement, essentially, they had no permission. The song promotes things that go against core values of the university, like murdering people and paying for sex. Also, you definitely can't be wearing team and NCAA licensed gear like he was talking about these things. So then he reminds us that FAMU is a privilege. It's not a right. And that he hasn't set the standard. He's failed to uphold the standard when a coach or an authority figure tells you that they failed your life is about to suck yeah (laughs) (laughs) yes yes that is true (laughs) man it's not your fault i have have failed failed. you (laughs) it turns out i haven't been running you enough yeah (laughs) turns out i've been going about this all wrong and you guys are soft (laughs) that's right (laughs) i gave you guys too much time to get up into your hijinks 
And guess what? Your life is now over. Oh. The song is called Send a Blitz, and boy, it is just not not very good. If you told me a seventh grader wrote it, I would 100% believe you. Who else is rhyming phone with microphone and then microphone with shown? Oh my yes. gosh, that's horrible. <laughs> so can we incorporate this into our regular broadcast in any way just for comedic value? <laughs> Maybe. I'm not sure how many clips we could use about paying to I get a cease hear. and desist from uh, Florida A&M, NCAA, everybody. Yeah. It's getting harder and harder to find the video online. That's for sure. They pulled it from a lot of a lot of prominent places. Maybe we could parody it. That would be even better. Ooh, that wouldn't be bad. You know, I was thinking I should do a parody of Kirk Cousins with the thing on his head. I want to take a swim cap and glue some wires to it and be like watching, I don't know, horse racing thing that I'm working on my mentals. Oh my Kirk God. is an interesting cat. He trains his brain. Hey, Dalvin Cook, Ezekiel Elliott, Josh Jacobs, Saquon Barkley, Kareem Hunt. No, that is not a list of the best fantasy running backs of the last three years. Well, it might be, but it's also a list of running backs who are not currently contractually obligated to play football this season. You know, the season that starts in a month, the one teams are training for as we speak. So what is the answer to fair and adequate compensation for running backs or is the compensation already fair considering the number of positions available and how many decent to good running backs come out of college every year? There's only what? We only need like 50, 60 running backs. So the problem is, I think, that there's 100 good running backs and 62 jobs, essentially, as for starters and backups. Can you, is it legal? Could you make the rookie running back contracts different where they're renegotiated after two or three years? They'd have to change the language can... from the get-go for sure. That's That's been the argument for a long time that the players' union have a, a specific guideline for running backs because they, the way it's set up now, running backs have such a short shelf life that they're, they're getting jobbed in all of this. And that's just a fact. It's set up to where they're done by the time they get to they hit free agency, and it's not quite fair. But you got to do it. I mean, you got to change the rules. And I don't think a bunch of guys getting on a Zoom call is going to change anything. Uh, I think their agents need to be getting involved as well as uh, the the players' union. They need to be talking to the players' union. But that's probably about five years away from even being able to be considered. Probably, yeah. I mean, the players are so bad at negotiating on their own behalf. Yeah, I think this is probably the root of the problem. It, SEC well, if, media if days. ownership, though, don't you love that? If you're ownership yeah. right now, you've got to love the error of the negotiate your own contract because it just seems to kick the players in the giblets every time. It's like yeah. Charlie Brown kicking the football. I mean, they, they almost got it. No, I mean, Lamar put that on full center display on how stupid the decision that really is. And then not only that, I mean, there, there's a need for sports agents there, and they do a job. There, there's a purpose for them. But um, not only that, but not to shift gears, but I, I, you mentioned that quarterback show on Netflix. Gosh, that's a good show. Yeah. I got, I got I like caught it. in that. I, I turned it on just to check it out because I heard you guys talking about it. Oh, my gosh. Where did four hours of my life go? I, yep. I watched that damn thing. And, and, and I'll tell you this, Angela, I, after watching that a little bit, I kind of like old cousins. He's kind of son of like a bitch. He's the it's guy happening to everybody. Taking out his trash. 
He's a good guy. He's good at his core. He's just not good in the fourth quarter. Oh, God. <laughs> it's like, right? It's like revealed, like, he's an amazing guy, which makes him maybe kind of soft in a way. That's not good. Not on yeah. the field. Well, and the thing that he does with his brain, I think, is amazing. The whole, that whole, uh, the whole watching that deal. Hey, listen, mark my words. This is 2023. By 2030, they'll have high school kids doing that. That'll yeah. happen. That's coming. Yep. And a, and a consistent measurement weekly to see and make sure that everybody, it's how they're going to save the game. You heard it here first. I just told you what's, how it's what's the happen. cap do. I, I haven't seen it. That's how you track concussions. You're That's saying. exactly right. Watch you watch. That's how this is going to happen. When I saw that, that I immediately thought this is the future. This is where we're headed, where everybody has to. And what he does, John, really simply it, it's, he watches some sort of movie or um, it's, it's some sort of sort of a sitcom short story. And when he starts to lose focus, or when he starts to drift mentally, the the screen starts dimming, so he knows it and it measures it. Mm-hmm. How many times he does it in a period of time, and 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 the the goal is to watch this whole deal without it ever without and, and be focused on what you're focused on. Oh and, God! Yeah, yeah. Can you imagine it's high tough. schoolers with that today? Oh god forget it i, I do i'm just telling you i think that that had a a, a scent of the future of concussion protocol to me sure yeah that's it's, a good point and that's a good thing yeah Absolutely. they've already uh so good already i'm using the paper today <laughs> <laughs> they've already greenlit season two of quarterback they want russell wilson really bad <sighs> they want to see this first year with with sean payton I can't imagine he'd say no. Nobody loves getting in front of a camera quite like Russell Wilson. It's a new Russell Wilson, though, because he's got Sean Payton up his ass, and Sean Payton doesn't want anything in that building at all. He's he's from the Belichick school where he doesn't want anybody jacking with him in any way, shape, or form. Right. Yep. And and, and I don't know. Here's another thing. Sometimes guys from that school, Belichick, Parcells, those are old school cats, and they don't want somebody seeing if they mount somebody's ass in the middle of practice. They don't want that because then then it opens the door to somebody, you know, criticism they don't need. It, it affects the way that they do the things that they do. It's kind of like society and, and you know, with, with police work. You don't always see how things happen. Same mm-hmm. way with your garbage people. Your garbage gets dumped from the curb every time. You don't want to see how it happens or where it goes. No one wants to know. <laughs> No one wants yeah. to know that. No. And Sean Payton doesn't want a camera crew around dealing, yeah. you know, yeah, while he's trying it. to run his, turn this ship around. He's yeah. got enough problems. Yeah. Well, just like trade secrets and, you know, losing Definitely. your head. You're in a division with Patrick Mahomes and you won like two games last year. You got, you got stuff to work on. SEC media days in short. Lane Kiffin says NIL and the portal are ruining college football. He asked some <laughs> reporter about her mom that was pretty cool i forgot what the question was but he said what's your mother's name say hello to your mother for me josh heupel said he's glad players can get paid shane beamer brought his punter to show how much he loves special teams kentucky wants to get back to blue collar football they retain 69 percent of offensive production nice they're projected to win seven games kentucky 
Nick Saban downplayed how good his team is. Alabama's five to one to win the national championship. You're not going to find odds like that on Alabama every year. They asked him uh, if he listens to hype music. He said he doesn't do hype music. He does preparation. He does listen to Gimme Shelter on the way home. And then <laughs> the way home. A lot of, yeah. And then it was a lot of softball questions about his vacation. And that one time he tried a VR video game, which he did not seem to remember. He was like, what? What are you talking about? That would be the worst thing. As a young reporter to ask Nick Saban a question, like you get a chance. And his response is, what? What? What are you talking? I'm not sure. I, I guess that I'm not sure. That would be your last press conference. Oh. I see myself out. Thank you. Because that's where you're going to end up getting a quit asking. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, it's like an automatic kick me sign from the, your fellow journalists. Eric, 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 you missed the real story of the SEC press conference. What the, real the real story, the real story, not all of that. The real story was actually a, a, a young, swaggering Josh Heupel that rolled in there and promptly said, first off, two things I want to say. There's only one UT and there's only one color orange, which I <laughs> thought was brass wavos. Go ahead and plant <laughs> the flag now. Let them know they're coming next year. Tell them how they're going to be and how they're going to be treated. There's one orange T in this goddamn conference. That's exactly what he said. He said <laughs> room up. for two. Pretty much threw that out there right off the bat, which I thought was brilliant. And that you, could, you couldn't at any time somebody wants to kick the freaking Longhorns in the chicklets. I love it. I love yep. it. Because that's what they need. That's going to make for great football games. That being said, Tennessee might have the nastiest color scheme in all of college sports. A lot of times it's uh, uh, yield orange, yellowish, red, whatever it is, and then gray. It's like yeah, it, it's hard to look at. Now, when they do white and whatever creamsicle candy-ass color that is, it's great. It works. But, gosh, when they splash in that gray, it's hard to watch a game. I'll be honest. It's bad. Well, it's bad color rush. That's not good. I, I, I tell you what, though. you can. You can say that about Tennessee, and and you are hundred percent correct in their color choice and in the, in the color wheel. But man, Rocky Top is a gem of a place to watch a college football game. It's a gem of a place to go. Um, you know, Neyland Stadium, uh, just awesome, awesome. Yeah, that, it's, that a, it's, a definitely a, it's definitely a great a team. Venue. I'd love to see be great instead of the same Georgia, Bama, LSU. Yeah, yeah. Move on. Yep. <laughs> Michael Parsons said on Twitter that his mom still pays his Netflix bill and his phone bill. I'm not sure how that works. She lives in a multi-million dollar house. So he must he must have bought her house and they just haven't switched over uh who actually sends the funds. But I feel like he's paying those bills indirectly. You know, and I saw that's her way of like contributing, like, you know. Yeah. I read an article this week. This is here you go, academia. Uh, I read an article this week that said 31% of all millennials, their parents are still paying in some way, shape, or form for their housing. If that is true and you're a millennial, dear Lord, just get, get, get that taken care of. That's, that's, there's so many things wrong about that. Back to sports. We're 40. <laughs> Cut the cord. We're a man. We're 40. Uh, Come pay my rent. Hey, the mullet's back, by the way. He's looking good. <laughs> Gundy's growing it back. They may have. Like they, 
He's oh, a hell of a coach. Of the uh, Eddie Murphy bit was it when he was talking about Johnny Carson and all the money he makes and there he's going to go through the divorce and or before that though um, she was she had a she wasn't going to have a job at a boutique to help make ends meet. Like, we had two hundred million. Now we have two hundred million and forty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I might be looking to trade DK Metcalf from my dynasty fantasy football team after his comments about diet. He was on KG Cert, I believe it's called Kevin Garnett's podcast. All these former athletes, they got to have a podcast and come and try and take some of what's ours. But we won't, you know, that won't happen. Obviously. They already got their millions, people. Yeah. Right. And to be so honest, most not. of them are idiots. <laughs> yeah. And not the good kind of idiot. Garnett said, uh, and that's why, you know, and it's important to talk about nutrition. And I know you know how important nutrition is. And DK was like, I'm probably the worst person to ask that. And then he explained that he has usually a cup of coffee. He goes to Starbucks, gets a cup of coffee that'll hold him most of the day. And then he has one large meal. And other than that, he eats about three bags of gummy candies, like the movie bags <laughs> of gummy candies. And the guy's got a 14 pack. Hi, uh, how? It's just supreme genetics. You're just born in Adonis and you can eat a bag of nerds gummy clusters every single day. I can't believe that's enough calories to live off of. That's it's insane. Wild. He's a massive person. That's a, that sounds so crazy to me. You would think he'd need at least like three full-grown chickens. You have a new benchmark though now, Eric, for nerd there gummy clusters. You know, I'm, I have a hard enough time making one bag stretch yeah, two days. I forget <laughs> if it was Bo Jackson or Herschel Walker, but it was one of those amazing college athletes. Didn't know anything about nutrition in college. Nobody knew anything about nutrition when at, at that time, but they ate candy bars all day, every day, just a Snickers bar. And it's like how far we've come is pretty insane, but it, it can be done. He's not the first athlete that just eats candy. Another Chad note. Johnson ate mostly McDonald's still does. Didn't he live at the stadium his first year? He didn't want to pay rent anywhere. Oh, wow. No one noticed. <laughs> He's always telling the young guys how to save money. He's like, wear fake jewelry. I always wore fake jewelry. Nobody knows. They know you're a famous athlete. They're going to assume it's real. Mm -hmm. Like, why are you spending money on all this jewelry? Nobody's going to come up to you with a, what are those called? A jeweler's loop. Right. Try and check your stuff. Well, I don't know. These rappers go around with that diamond detector, but that looks like it costs $14. I don't trust that black plastic gun they walk around That's right. poking jewelry with. Speaking of poking, Blake Martinez is like a Pokemon card czar. Just a few years ago, he was a promising young linebacker for the Packers who led the team in tackles most of the time. After that, he went to the Jets for a bit. Then the Raiders led them in tackles. Then he retired at 28. Now he's making more money with Pokemon cards than he ever did with football. I guess Nerd. he found whatnot is whatnot is a buy sell site that does a billion dollars a year in sports cards. So I guess I'm completely out of the loop on this deal, but they do live streams too. I'm not sure how you make money, but they open boxes of cards and I guess viewers buy the cards these Probably stories before. are a parent's nightmare because it just perpetuates. Like kids will be like, oh, "I want to buy some too," and then maybe I can be a millionaire. It's just like be an investor, right? On YouTube, kids love the unboxing videos 
I don't get it. It's a generational thing. But yeah, that makes sense. You unbox something and then if you can hard sell some of these cards, it's like, and this one's available for 20 bucks. I'm sure some kid has a parent who's not paying attention who's just hitting buy. So it's pretty genius. Yep. Yeah, I don't ask a lot of questions when I get hit up for 10 bucks via (laughs) Cash App. Maybe she's starting a Pokemon empire. Excellent. Mr. and Mrs. Rivers are uh, starting an empire of their own. They're expecting their 10th child. They must need bullpen help, I guess. Hey, stay in the pocket. (laughs) That's pocket (laughs) presence right there. Nice. <laughs> oh, Ouch. this has got to be a religious Ouch. thing. There, there's God. only like religious homeschooled weird Jehovah Witnesses that that churn out this many kids. Well, I know and he's he, just the one that got out and played a real professional sport. He came from a big family, he said, and so did she. So yeah, I, I think it was kind of always the plan. But I mean, if you do the math, she's been pregnant forever. <laughs> Built, built for tough. <laughs> I mean, like, once you seven and a half years, good grief. Uh, oh. She should. There's actually a whole market to be a surrogate, and you get paid a ton of money. There's a lady who's done it like twenty times, Ooh. and uh, she's been doing it for a while. I don't know how. Like, she must be one of those women who don't just stop having kids. But there's they a lot just, of money to be had. They just fall she out. She sells her breast milk too. That's there's. Yeah. A, <laughs> yeah, well. But as a side I, note, they do it once, in Europe all the time. <laughs> once you your kid count gets to five, everybody's thought is immediately you guys have sex nonstop, huh? Right. <laughs> and and like it just takes you down a mental path about this this woman's ability to give birth that that is a little intrusive I'll, I'll say so when you hit 10 it's just like like everywhere holy you go, cow everywhere you, you were go, made like, for this this is the rivers family and then everybody's like oh oh yeah yeah okay uh, yeah and every kid you have it gets increasingly more difficult to find the opportunities to have yeah. sex though so, i mean if you're having a 10th you're really i mean you're like a sex ninja yeah at that point probably i don't know banging it out at the on the washing machine i'm not sure they're efficient and you gotta assume they're homeschooled too right yeah Um, unless they're sending them away to to private school and saying don't come back until they probably start their own nonprofit educational program at this point connor bedard signed his contract on his 18th birthday he signed his entry-level nhl contract worth up to 4.45 million dollars if he hits all his incentives, will carry a maximum cap hit of nine hundred and fifty thousand per year. That's a lot in hockey dollars. <laughs> Comes from Regina. Isn't Regina where the where the rink with the stairs was? Oh, I believe it was. Yeah, he played in that very arena. Oh, that would be perhaps so cool. the yeah. magic of it all. Let's Eighteen years played. old. <laughs> Million dollars in your pocket, living in Chicago, world in the palm of your hand. There's a a new sweepstakes taking over Chicago right now. And that's for every chick that doesn't want to work the rest of their life is trying to find out where he lives. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. That's right. It is a I'm sure it's a free for all frenzy. You can probably hear the clicking and clacking of high heels all over the city looking for him. 
He's a little youngish, but he's going to be a good looking man when he's all manny. That's right. It's a buyer's market for (laughs) Mr. Bedard. (laughs) Yep. Was Wiz Khalifa threw out the first pitch at the Pirates game last week. He says he was on mushrooms. I mean, why not? <laughs> Worked for Doc Ellis. Before the game, he tweeted, quote, going to get stoned and throw out this first pitch at the Pirates game. Maybe that's true, or maybe he was just laying the groundwork for in case he fired one into the stands. But uh, either way, maybe it's probably a little of both. Not the dream. To be so famous... That uh, you can just not care about anything like that. That's freedom right there. That's the kind of freedom you can achieve in America, no matter who you are. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but he's a pretty diehard Pittsburgh fan, right? Yeah. He do the black and yellow song and stuff like that. And I think this is passable if you're a diehard fan. (laughs) But I think if you're just like 50 Cent who almost hit the first baseman, (laughs) then it's not. But, you know, hey, it's it's your team. It's probably a historic moment for you as a fan. And if, if you want to be, uh, you know, tasting the colors if while you're throwing out that first pitch, go for it. Tripping balls while throwing balls. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I can tell Coach hates it, though. He doesn't like it. Yep, Coach I, is not in. How about I, alien ships? A crashed UFO? Opinion. A crashed UFO recovered by U.S. military, quote, distorted space-time and was bigger on the inside, claims a top attorney involved in bringing UFO whistleblowers to Congress. Daniel Sheehan says he was told the mind-boggling tale by a whistleblower who allegedly took part in an illegally undisclosed program retrieving crashed non-human spacecraft. He said uh, he walked inside, and the thing was the size of a football stadium, but on the outside it was about 30 feet across. What? 30 it's feet in diameter. Really Wonka stuff. Yeah. Right. <laughs> he says he got nauseous because uh, you know, equilibrium couldn't handle couldn't handle it, man. Was this in Ohio? Because I keep hearing more and more stories of Ohio and aliens. It's like the new Florida. If a guy robs some place naked, you know it's Florida. Nowadays you hear about an alien spaceship that's in Ohio. So is was it in Ohio? It doesn't say doesn't ever refer to the location of this undisclosed spacecraft that may or may not exist. It's classic. That would be the answer to everything. If we could make a building that was the size of a Maytag box, but was actually 5,000 square feet inside. Now we're, now we're cooking with propane. I mean, I like it. Yeah. Senior air force intelligence offered David Grush. Is alleging that the U.S. government possesses multiple crashed non-human craft. Now seems like a great time to remind you to go to Canna Bloom Pharmacy and see the renovations over there, 2770 East Sumner Street. You will be impressed. We're going to have us an event over there on September the 10th. Speaking of the things that are bigger on the inside. Year. Yeah. Spacecraft. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like uh, something extraterrestrial inside it's, Dude, it's yeah you want to see aliens go to cannibalism <laughs> yeah they got that it. place looks so sweet on the inside it is pretty awesome it's especially for out here like just a small wisconsin town it looks like something that should be in the big city yeah it looks wow. like um something straight out of denver i'll put it that way a lot of investment uh a lot of a lot of creative liberties taken and uh <laughs> yeah. it's it's just uh 
easy on the eyes put it that way walls are all different colors got a beautiful studio there in the corner they got a full bar it is awesome use code psr cannabloompharmacy.com and uh they'll give you 10 percent off of your total order on july 18th we had a record 12 different mlb teams scored 10 or more runs the previous record was nine teams which happened in 98 and 04 it's pretty hard to accomplish something in baseball that's never been done before Baseball is, what, 150 years old? Here are some of the scores from last Tuesday. Giants 11, Reds 10, Mets 11, White Sox 10, Cubs 17, Nationals 3, Royals 11, Tigers 10. Then the Padres almost made it 13 teams when they beat Toronto 9-1. Crazy. I think they put the juice back in the ball. Players are saying the balls aren't consistent. Some are different than others. I think they're juicing the balls up. Did you know that the off. MLB is the only league that makes their own balls? Everybody else goes to like Wilson or whoever. It's all in house for major league baseball. It's yep. like this uh, witchcraft thing. It's like AI. We're not quite sure how it works. Aren't they stored <laughs> in like, like, like climate humidors. control boxes? Yeah. yeah. Like humidors. I I'll tell you what I saw yesterday. Balls. Some dude's, stole second and very next pitch he like stole third and that's something you don't see every day and i'm here for that um but i don't like it when the ball if the balls aren't consistent that's not fair and i don't like it <laughs> that's what most ladies say rude buster only says former angels employees said there's no way they would trade shohei otani i want to believe buster only because Buster only has been covering baseball since my great grandpa was a kid. But also I have to wonder why this employee no longer works for the angels. Leading candidates are Tampa Bay, the Yankees, the Dodgers, the Mets, or the Mariners. Also heard the diamondbacks could go for it. Diamondbacks making a, making a little bit of a run. If the diamondbacks win the West, I'm going to be mad at myself forever because our friend Moonoff said, take the diamondbacks at 40 to one. And I forgot to do it. <laughs> They're like seven to one now. I think the, I think the Dodgers and everybody else is running for second because that's a very Dodgers thing to do is pay the yep. most. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I'd rather him have him be on the Dodgers than the the goddamn Yankees. <laughs> that would they'd be full evil empire once again. Yeah, and to be honest, he probably wants to stay in the same area. Um, yeah, logistically. So I, I could see him playing for the Dodgers, and I wouldn't hate it because then at least you know you would see playoff Shohei Otani. I mean, the Yankees are dumpster fire right now. Oof. What's what's to tell you that adding another superstar isn't going to, you know, bump them into playoff contention? Yeah, they've already got five. You need six. Right. Here's an interesting thought that I saw on the interwebs. Would you rather? Sign Shohei Otani for $700 million or sign an elite pitcher and an elite hitter for three fifty dollars each. I feel like well, two guys. He is. Probably He's the both of those. I'd rather have him. I think as, as a business prospect, he's probably going to, you know, make for uh, a yeah. better draw, like huger crowds, more money spent. That's a great I, point. Angela. I am just excited to see him go somewhere else and i hope he goes somewhere not on the west coast so so we can actually watch him he is a um he is a just a phenomenal talent of epic proportions i don't think anybody that is in our modern era has seen anyone like him and and the fact that him and trout play on the same team and they don't get any coverage 
is is ridiculous because you know I mean and and if you think that I'm out in left field on that, look at his statistics statistics compared to Babe Ruth, who we we consider the greatest of all time, all time in the game, and, and his statistics are 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 right there in in this modern era. So I, I'm excited to be able to see him. I can't I can't wait to see him. I hope he goes. I, I hope he does go to the Diamondbacks because at least I'll I'll get to see him every now and then. But it, it would be preferably better if he didn't go stay out west because their their games are so covered so poorly. But the MLB should really step in here and do something to make sure that he gets the marketability he he needs and and, and quite honestly has earned because they've ruined Trout. I mean, mm-hmm. Trout, yeah. Trout Trout is the best player no one knows about or has ever heard about, and, and Otani is headed down the same path. I mean, just statistically, the, the, both of them are just – I mean, look, I want to see them. I want to see them before yeah. you look up and 10 years later they're retiring and you go, man, I really never saw that guy play that much. I mean, it just – Yeah, it was always at 11 p.m. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, but and to answer your question, I think I'd rather have Otani for seven hundred than two people at three fifty because also he he's a really stand up guy. Um, I think you know you bring in two players. Who are you going to bring in that's uh, that much of an asset on the you know pitching and behind the or pitching and at the plate, and also is a stand up guy for your organization. Um, and and to be honest, he's he's the greatest talent we've ever seen. And yeah. two generations you, behind us have ever seen. So you want Michael Jordan or you want Carl Malone and John Stockton? Yeah, that's a great analogy right there. Yeah, yeah, you want Michael Jordan. Uh, we'll skip that one. That's a boring business story. Jared Kellenick, Mariners outfielder, stood before his teammates last Thursday in a walking boot. He was there to deliver a heartfelt apology related to said boot. During the previous game, he allowed his anger to take him to a place where he kicked a water cooler so hard, his foot is now broken. Teammates, for the most part, were empathetic. They've all punched a wall or slammed a phone or snapped a bat or whatever. Ty France has spiked his helmet and thrown his bat, which has gotten him ejected and fined in the past. Eugenio Suarez snapped a bat over his knee, Bo Jackson style, a couple weeks ago. He could have injured himself doing that. Last season, teammate Sam Haggerty missed the cutoff, man. And he was so pissed off that he slammed the bat into the concrete floor of the dugout, which then recoiled and busted his forehead open and put him on the concussion protocol. So shit happens. The boys understand. Kellenick so far is hitting 252 with 11 home runs and 12 stolen bases. So a decent guy to have in the lineup, but I don't think they're dead without him. I've never heard of him. So how good can he be? Yeah. Right. Well, you know what? I like the show of passion. Just don't be an idiot. Give somebody else yeah. a chance. That's kind of a high schooler thing, to be honest. Yeah. And it's just it was just because he missed the cutoff, man. That's kind of beating yourself up. There's some there's yeah, some angry fun. dads in your past that are screaming whoa, whoa. in your brain if you're doing that. <laughs> <laughs> a couple stepdads named Rick. <laughs> yep. Couple too many blatzes. You brought the wrong wrench. Yeah, you know things. Things are set. next thing you know. You're playing catch in the dark, and he's working on your form, <laughs> pulling <laughs> yep. you out of bed. <laughs> <laughs> One more baseball story. We can't leave baseball yet without discussing the debut of Brewers' phenom Sal Frelick. 
Yeah. He could singled in each of his first three at bats, which was the first three hit game by a Brewers outfielder all season. He also made mm-hmm. two incredible catch- catches at the warning track. I mean, the kid did everything but hit the walk off home run. But the walk off home run wasn't necessary because he hit the go ahead single in the sixth and then a sack fly to put them ahead for good in the eighth. So to recap, three hits. And the one at-bat that wasn't a hit was the sack fly that won the game, plus two stellar defensive plays. Not bad. It was a great game. I watched the whole thing. And his family was there, so that was so cool. I mean, uh, You guys are in first place. Hmm. Well, <laughs> John, it never lasts, but yeah. thanks for mentioning it. <laughs> We're good at being in first place in July, though. We are good at that. It's our thing. Regarding his expectations for this first game, Sal said, I think this blew it out of the water. I was really hoping to get my first hit tonight, but I think that first at-bat kind of helped me settle in, and I was able to get comfortable with the rest of the game. That first at-bat may have changed the trajectory of his entire career. What if he goes 0 for 3 and loses confidence? Oh, my God, right? Mental. Mental. Now we got Brandon Woodruff beginning rehab assignments. We just called up the best player in the MLB from Nashville. The Brewers are 10 to one right now to win the national league. Other than the Braves, who are we even afraid of? I don't know. (laughs) Phillies, maybe (laughs) Dodgers, those pesky Dodgers. I don't know, but I'm starting to get excited about the Brewers. I think we might be a wild card team. I don't know why this happened, but last week police searched an apartment in Henderson. Nevada in connection with the Tupac Shakur murder investigation. We're all about truth coming to light here at Patriot Sports, but we're also about sensible use of tax dollars. This thing is, what, 30 years old? What are we doing? They recovered a Pokeball USB drive, whatever that is. Tablets, laptops, phones, a copy of the book Compton Street Legends, a Vibe magazine with Tupac on the cover, some marijuana, and two Rubbermaid tubs full of photos. Guys, I don't think you found the murderer. I think you found someone who's doing a podcast about the murder. That's all <laughs> podcast equipment. So is this computer so old? Like, they're going to be able to access that info? Like, what well, the hell? Yeah, you're going to get a you're gonna floppy disk of yeah. gonna, what happened that night? They're going to put whoever, that, that thing through restoration before they're going to access the files? Whoever killed Tupac got away with it at this point. I'm sad to say. Yeah. Yeah. I, what, a, what a huge waste. And I don't know. What, what, unless they actually arrest the guy and, and can prove it and everything. What are we doing? Like, yeah, this was in L.A., right? I believe it was. Uh, like Henderson is where the apartment was. I feel like they have bigger problems wherever it is. It'll yeah. be, you know, it'll end up being somebody's deathbed confession when they're like 85 and they'll be like, yeah. oh, he's out of it. Like, he's just talking all weird. Like, you, how, you who, can't even trust that. Who's the guy sitting around the office in 2023 that goes, hey, man, I got a got a lead on the Tupac deal. <laughs> <laughs> got a lead on the Tupac Hey, guys, Tupac I, just, I, just, I, just, I just got off the hotline here with one of my people. And that, got a hot tip. I mean, if, the people can- working on that, how do what is this like a last ditch effort before somebody retires? Yeah, like, some, right. I'm going to get that some bitch. If it's the last thing I do. In the corner office that went shitting me right now with the Tupac murder. <laughs> if I worked for the CIA, I would say such crazy shit on my deathbed. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah. Like, there's aliens. I saw them. Yeah. There's Bigfoot. We recovered a carcass. 
in Wyoming. I mean, I'd just I'd I'd lay out a whole a whole manifesto. I guess the people hunting aliens, Bigfoot, and ghosts had uh, room in their schedules for a new crazy pursuit. As you know, gas stoves and Chevy sedans are causing the planet to overheat, and we need more slave children to mine cobalt with their bare hands so we can have battery cars and a better future. Well, not them. The slave children aren't going to have battery cars or a better future, neither with their children, but you're missing the point. The point is global warming has brought record high temperatures, and I guess some people want to be part of it. Death Valley National Park is home to the Badwater Basin, which I just learned this morning is 282 feet below sea level at its lowest point, the lowest point on Earth. He says the heat here, 128 degrees, it's the real deal, said one tourist from Arkansas. Someone from Ohio said, I feel like I'm in an oven. That sounds awesome. (laughs) Park ranger Nico Ramirez says it hit 134 degrees on July 10th, 1913. Mm. Well, that's interesting. Ramirez explained the reason it's so hot here is, again, it's uh, the lowest point on Earth, and it's surrounded by mountain ranges, so everything gets trapped in there. He said it's like being in an air fryer. Again, awesome. How Sign me up. Guy? How old is this guy? Is that Because it sounds like an old guy at the Cracker Barrel reading from the Farmer's Almanac. Right. <laughs> old Nico Ramirez, he's probably been on the job a little while. When I was while. nine years old. I mean, Nico was there in in 1913 when it was uh, hot as ball. (laughs) That's what the history books say anyways. It was 134. I mean, that would make Nico uh, pretty ancient. That would make Global warming has been going on for a long time, I guess. Yeah, that's that's what (laughs) I got from it. Before ever invented the internet. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Yeah. you know, I, I love that TikTokers are going there and taking photos because it's just Darwinism. I've been in a sauna at 120 and uh, ran out of it and <laughs> thought I was going to die. So, yeah, you just go ahead and bake in 134 degrees. And then eh, I just had callbacks when we we're talking about the submarine. It's like, well, you do stupid things, of course. But, you yeah. know, TikTok may be calling the herd. It really is. Actually, I have another uh, tourism TikTok store here. We need a segment dedicated to those with supreme intelligence. Nowadays, there are so many incredibly smart people doing incredibly smart things, and we should uh, we should set aside time to celebrate them. For example, Travis King is an American soldier who is being held in a South Korean prison on assault charges. He was supposed to be flying back to America last Tuesday, but I mean, come on. Anybody who's smart enough to assault someone in South Korea has brains enough to know you don't go to South Korea and not hop over the border for a second to make a TikTok video. I mean, how many likes is that thing going to get? So he missed his flight and he's in a North Korean work camp or having his feet beaten with a cane. I don't know what they do over there, but it's not positive. Forever. DMZ DMZ (laughs) is the most fortified area in the world. And they got him. They got him. Are they going to, is he going to get the grinder treatment or is he going to get, is he I think fuck we need him? to send Dennis Rodman. He's the only man who can save him. Oh, yeah. Gosh. <laughs> get Dennis out. What color hair does he got to go with? I don't know. Orange. We got to figure out what Camille Jong is into. Camille Song, Camille. I don't even remember which one's in charge anymore. Don't tell him that. Actually, it's just, it's just tourism week. I have one more. Speaking of low intelligence tourism, a woman was gored by a wild bison at Yellowstone recently. Well, actually, two. One woman, it sounds like, was knocked over and had her foot stomped on. And hey. another one was actually gored. Both are okay. in the hospital. Okay. All right. So 
there's nothing more fun to the old nope. coach than a good bison goring story by some ass clown that decided they wanted to take a photo off with these big furry creatures that are roaming. Majestic the- creatures. Okay, if you know nothing about agriculture, if you know zero, <laughs> let, let me just tell you from a kid that grew up on a farm, you want nothing to do with a bison in any way, shape, or form. They are like nature's moving anvils. They they yep. really will just they you you cannot they have they make special head gates to be able to even give them any kind of medication in captivity captivity and stuff they they they're they're like a cow on steroids that's right. what that's that's what a bull on steroids you've seen the the bucking bulls in the NHR that every one of them would 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 pale in comparison to a bison that's what that's going on here. And every idiot that shows up that, that has nothing to do or knows nothing about air, agriculture that thinks these big, slow-moving, furry creatures that are standing out in the field are there for their photo opportunity just makes me giggle a little bit on the inside. Because <laughs> Did they never see Dances with Wolves? Like you, the, the stampede oh, noises and like the You literally power. can watch this unfolding in slow motion. And there's, there's, there's so many videos on the internet and people are just shocked that these creatures that are just you know, so nice looking and fun loving or just, just goring people. They are not, they're not nice creatures. They're, they're no. wild animals for a reason. I think yeah. it might be helpful if they have a pictorial, like a sign, you know, like a this, not that sign, but it had like a bull, like a regular, I don't know, like a bull riding bull. And if it hit you, how far you would fly. And then they would have a bison. And if it hit you, how far you would fly. I've yeah. seen bison. That would drive it home, like a I disagree. No sign. If yep. you don't know, <laughs> you deserve to find out. You're going to yeah. learn today. You're going to learn today. They, they do have a sign that says, uh, maintain a distance of 100 yards from bears and wolves and 25 yards. Well, that doesn't all other wildlife work because who, yeah. Who on this planet is smart enough anymore to know what 100 yards is? Unless you yeah. play football, all these kids are stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it's sort of a perfect mix because it's bison mating season. So they're a little amped up out there to begin with. <laughs> they're and all July, up on the group ball anyway. July is the biggest month for tourism out there. So it's bound to happen. Wow. The numbers are going to bear that out. Uh, ways to know a bison is about to murder you. Head bobbing. If they're bobbing their head around, swinging their head around. They're thinking about murdering you. If they're stomping the ground, scratching the ground, they're getting ready to murder you. And if the tail goes up, elevated tail, you've got about 30 seconds to live. So get the hell out of there. I mean, it's these not things, worth these things will be the side of a truck. I mean, they're oh. easily. There's a video of a woman getting launched next to this giant pine tree. And I mean, it looks like she goes 30 feet oh in my- the air. Oh, there's it's, no doubt. There's no doubt. The strength of those animals is incredible. Oh, they're they are. I know what I'm doing the rest of the night. Yeah. I mean, oh, it's yeah. basically a rhinoceros. Yeah, it's a furry oh. rhino. Have you guys not seen the meme of Woody Harrelson with the sucker <laughs> and the and the the looking at the people from California <laughs> yep. going to pet the buffalo? <laughs> oh my god, it's great! It's so good. I'm sending it to you guys here in a few minutes. Nice. I've thought Again. about making it my screensaver. TikTok is calling the herd. You yeah. got people falling yeah. off cliffs. You have, yeah. and I hate to make light of it, but not really, because let's be honest, if your vanity is so 
high that you're willing to risk your life, then you may not know what you signed up for, but you signed up for it. <laughs> yeah. Hey, real quick. I had, I had my kids fucking like absolutely blinded by you can't buy a monkey in Wisconsin. We like, we can't have a pet monkey in Wisconsin. It's illegal. It's, it's not illegal, but they, yeah. they thought it was illegal and perception is reality. Right. Right. John. Yeah. That's right. And then I've, we're at the fucking softball fields in Baraboo, Wisconsin, and this motherfucker's just hanging out. They got a monkey. They got a fucking monkey in a lunch pail walking around. I'm like, number uh, one, when you go to sleep, that motherfucker's gonna eat your face off. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Gonna die. That's that's real. It will scratch your that's eyes what out. Happens. And throw watch Jim Vampire. That's I, crazy. I stuff. just watched it. We'll it is them. creepy. <laughs> it is so eerie how similar they yes. are to humans. Hey, that lady in yes. Connecticut. That lady in Connecticut had a monkey for twenty years. Oh, yeah, docile creature in the no. planet. She mm-hmm. went to bed one day and didn't wake up, and her no. face was fucking eaten off. They go for the Straight face up. and the genitals, dude. Straight up, yep. They're hardcore. Yeah, they they know how to. Uh, I don't know. Take how you, you out. got a fucking monkey at a used softball turn dude, they're so coach, fast hey how do you feel about that as a coach get that shit yeah. out of there right no, no. Man, we're not we're not what if it's a rally crazy? monkey maybe it was a rally monkey let me tell you something it, it, it all the girls run over there uh now we can't fucking go have bp now we're not fucking focused looking at a goddamn monkey now we're not being the ball we're thinking about how we can convince our parents to buy a pygmy monkey if that's even a thing no no, no. <laughs> all right back to sports I'm really confused. I thought we were empowering women to be sex positive and celebrate their bodies, no matter what shape they are. And we're all beautiful in our way. And you go girl, etc. If that's true, then why is anybody upset about Daniela Helmsley fat flashing her magnificent breasts after <laughs> she won her first boxing match? There are rumors of her being barred from competition. Daniela says that's not true. MMAfighting.com wrote an article about Kingpin boxing's apology in which they say the fighter involved in the incident will not be appearing in the final main event and has decided to take some time away from boxing. So you tell me. So to recap, beautiful 22-year-old biological woman flashes breast to predominantly appreciative male crowd. Bad. Must be stopped. Hideous 37-year-old man dressed in lingerie reading stories to your 9-year-old at school. Amazing and must be protected. The best part, though, is her excuse. She says she had flame nipple stickers on and they must have come off during the match. She used the wardrobe malfunction. I think it's been long enough now that someone could use that and get away with it. Excellent. I love it. The old Janet Jackson. Yep. Right? So she's taking some time off because she's more than likely opening up her OnlyFans page. Yeah. Uh, we're going to monetize on this is what she's doing. I'm She'll sure. make she's far more money doing that. She was an OnlyFans girl before the boxing match. So I that, oh. that account is all set up and ready the, to receive funds. The, the, the subscrip- yeah, subscription rate just went up. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Got to get out yeah, some new content. I don't know what winning that final would have paid, but I feel like she did a little better than that. He may never have to fight again. Right. This isn't going to be the first time this happens. You're going to have OnlyFans models trying to eke their way into the to the public domain so that they can get their name out there. And then uh, who knows more stuff like this just to draw you right back to uh, separating a man from his money. Not hard to do. Oldest trick in the book. (laughs) Oldest trick in the book. Been working for millennia. 
And one more thing, you may already uh, feel old now, knowing that Tupac case is 30 years old, but uh, now you're going to feel lazy as well. While perusing the internet, as I often do, I came across Bruce Lee's workout regimen from 1960. He would squat three sets of 10 reps at 95 pounds, French press four sets of six reps at 64 pounds. So that's not coffee he's talking about. Incline curls, four sets of six reps at 35 pounds. French press again, four reps of six, four sets of six at 64 pounds. Then a con curl. I don't know what that is like the convicts do. Uh, three sets of 10 at 70 to 80, and then a two-handed curl, three sets of eight at 70 to 80, tricep stretch, uh, dumbbell curl, four till failure at 18 pounds, reverse curl till failure, wrist curl till failure, wrist curl till failure. It must be both sides. So <laughs> the failure for Bruce Lee has to be, right. I mean, a, a level we can't even push ourselves to. Right. That workout must last like three hours. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what the, uh, I don't know what the times are on there, but, uh, yeah. Well, I don't know what to think about that. It makes me feel lazy. Well, yeah. Yeah, A lot of those sound made up. I don't know what a French press is, but it sounds weak. Um, and that's where you lost me. The weights, it was just the, the quantity of different, exercises it was you know pretty pretty ridiculous i saw that too and there was a lot there was a lot going oh, on a french press is where you lay on a bench and you put your arms like this and you do this so a stool crusher like, hmm i think so that's an okay. interesting yeah i mean the dude was jacked um he had he had some superpowers for sure but that's like mcconaughey for a long time, all he did was push-ups. He just did a thousand push-ups, and he got jacked. That is he just shirtless at the beach, living the dream. <laughs> yeah, playing the bongos. That's right. Just naked in his Austin home. Actually, I read the book Green Lights. It's pretty good, actually. It is very good. I love that book. I, I think half those stories is. are made up. I don't think he really pissed over his dad's friend at the age of twelve, <laughs> but yeah, very entertaining nonetheless. That was good. I don't know what that is. I need to read more books. I just did audio book. It's good. He narrates. Ah, oh. The audio book is a game changer, my man. An it's the only book. way I've made it through school. Nice. <laughs> I will tell you, I've read I, I read Green Lights. That's a good one. Shoe Dog, Phil Knight's story. That's a good one, too. I just got done with that. Um, Shoe Dog is, mm. is, is very good. And uh, it, it kind of gives you the backstory of a lot of things pretty interesting i'm in the middle of heat two right now it's not a movie yet that's that's gonna be a good one so who would you cast the first one is an underrated classic most underrated movie that may be one of the that may be one of the best action movies of all time so it's interesting so he released the book in i think january i bought it a couple months ago I've actually read a lot of books this this year, so it's been on the back burner, but I picked it up about 50 pages in, but it picks up right where that left off. And it's Detective Hannah. Now he's going to Macaulay's girlfriend, who he, uh, Macaulay dies at the end of Heat, not a spoiler, but he goes, first thing is he's going to his ex-girlfriend and uh, interrogating her now. Edie? Yeah. Oh, and, then, uh, and then Chris makes his way down to Mexico. Nice. Nice. 
Edie, that, that movie was so well casted. Oh, yeah. It was. Edie was impressive. Yeah. You've said yeah. that more than once, Coach, so I think we believe you. <laughs> Not going to lie. She, right? She got the blood pumping. She was exciting. <laughs> but then also uh, uh, Hank Azaria is in there. Um, you have Jeremy Piven is in there. Jeremy Piven's the vet that they go to to, to suture up uh, yeah. Val Kilmer. Um then uh obviously De Niro and Pacino just in their prime. It's yeah. great. Oh, it's great. Yeah. The cafe scene where they split a cup of coffee is is maybe one of may, that may be the best one of the best cinematic just experiences ever. Yeah. So yeah. good. We're not so All right, different. sorry. We derailed mm. it on the uh heat chat. <laughs> No, that's all right. They, but for the record, they are making a movie of Heat too. Nice. Really? Yeah. Apparently, the one of the leads is going to be the guy from Elvis, Austin Butler. Oh yeah. Minus. Right. Do we need a forty-five minutes of love story, or can we make a nice, tight, hundred and ten-minute action movie this time? No. Let's have three hours. Let's pepper in a love story. It gives them a little complicated, you know. I mean, De Niro loved that woman, obviously. Hannah, he or uh, Pacino's character. I mean, even the daughter in that is such an odd sidestep where you're just like, oh, this is deep. So, no, let's keep it three hours. <laughs> I, I, You know, you're the TikTok generation, Eric. That's the yeah. problem here. Keep it three hours and make them complicated and give me some pauses. I want to see some more uh ten tension in the moment. That's my soapbox. I heard Oppenheimer's three hours long. Didn't see it yet. Looking forward to it. Is that in theaters? Can I see that at home? Is anything in theaters only anymore? I heard you will will not go to watch this one at home. I heard you will not find it on streaming in a long time. You watch Christopher Nolan's thing. Uh oh yeah. He's basically over my dead body. Will you watch this on streaming? (laughs) You're not watching it on your couch, Coach. That's what he said. And God forbid you watch it on an iPhone. He'll he'll pop out like the Kool-Aid man and stab you. You're not going to watch this. This is not airport material. (laughs) They said uh, Cillian Murphy, the guy who plays Oppenheimer, was eating one almond per day. Killian. He's Irish. Got to represent the Irish. One almond per day? One almond per day. He was, quote... That's the Hadid diet. The Gigi Hadid and her sister eat that. Uh, And and they're gross. Interesting. (laughs) People are freaking out because a woman didn't talk for the first 20 minutes. (sighs) Meh. What are you going to do? I'm sorry. It was the 1940s. If a woman talked. The perfect woman. (laughs) If a woman talked too much, she was slapped and told she was hysterical. They must have to go to the bar. Open her mouth because she get uh, sent to the asylum. Are you shitting me? That's how it was back then. Woman with an opinion, forget it. Yeah, she's hysterical. Lock her up. (laughs) Oh man, different times. All right, I'll wrap the thing up. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Downloads and reviews mean a lot. We are counting them, and I do like seeing them. Thank you, uh, everybody for contributing your wonderful takes head over to patriotsportsnow.com for all of our latest goings on type patriot sports into whatever search engine and you'll find us i'm gonna go do some push-ups till next time be good to each other chris kick the outro music you
you've been listening to Patriot Sports Radio. If you're sick of all the national talking heads and biases of mainstream sports media, like we are, this show is for you. We hope you enjoyed it. Make sure to like, rate, and review. And we'll be back soon. For more content and merch, hit up www.patriotsportsnow.com. Find us on Twitter at Patriots Pod, on Instagram and Facebook at Patriots Sports Now, and on Getter, Rumble, and YouTube at Patriots Sports. Take care, and we'll see you next time.